the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day, and welcome once again to Selwyn's Law. My name is Selwyn Whitehead, and I'm a California Bar Admitted Attorney, and I'm also a Bankruptcy Law Certified Specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization. And in addition to my JD, I hold a couple of master's degrees in law. That is to say, I am both a master of the laws of taxation and a master of the laws of intellectual property. And because of my education, my training, my experiences, my life's observation, and my lifelong interest in business and money and finance and the creation, preservation, and transfer of wealth within families and communities, including tribal communities, and the roles that these particular aspects of economics play in the lives of everyday people like you and me, I primarily practice bankruptcy law. However, I also practice the related fields in my overall financial practice, including debt wealth management, estates and trusts, real estate, and of course, taxation law. Now, with these areas of law as my reference points, as they relate to the personal, familial, community, and small business aspects of finance, I've spent the greater part of the last 40 years, both before and after getting my license to practice law, fighting for the economic empowerment, the economic independence, and the economic autonomy of women and people and communities of color, including indigenous communities. And because I grew up as a military brat and helped create another one with my former spouse who was also in the military, I have firsthand knowledge of just how hard it can be sometimes financially and economically for our citizen soldiers, sailors, airmen and women and Marines and their families in our sometimes less than patriotic capital-based economic system. This is especially the case after these individuals and their families leave the service. As such, I also proudly serve veterans of all stripes and in all branches of the military. And as I've shared with you before, I had the great fortune to not only know, but actually spend a lot of time with and actually became great friends with both my maternal and paternal grandmothers, both of whom survived the four great economic challenges of the 20th century. That is to say, they lived through and thrived in the Great Depression, the privations of World War II, and unfortunately, the systemic racism and misogyny that continues through and to our society today. And as it was these great, wonderful women who helped raise me and loved me and shared with me great stories of their grandparents who loved and raised them in the post-Reconstruction Jim Crow South, a South that I spent some time in myself, it is out of my great love and respect for these women who are always with me in spirit, along with my dad, 
urging me on uh, and such that when the situation is right, I'm sometimes able to at least attempt to vindicate the rights of seniors and disabled folks who find themselves the targets of and unfortunately more and more the victims of some of the most pernicious forms of financial elder abuse that you could ever imagine that's running rampant in our society today. So the purpose of Selwyn's Law, in case you haven't guessed it, is to discuss the law related to your money and more and more probably in these days of bizarre (laughs) economics and hyperinflation and likely recession, the lack thereof, and your overall finances and what you may need to consider to protect or reclaim or rehabilitate your or your families or your businesses financial health, wealth, and money-related well-being as I understand these concepts in this non-threatening, non-threatening educational forum. However, I must once again, as I do every week, ask you to please note that this show does not provide any legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for the exchange of information from me to you that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that is tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances, and hopefully to provide you with at least an overall outline of some of the key issues that may help you seek out and find the qualified professional help I sincerely believe you need to have if you have a legal issue that intersects with your finances and or your assets and or your debt. So today I will start a discussion about the aftermath of Hurricane Ian or Ian, however it's pronounced, and what we may need to do to help our fellow citizens in Florida help themselves. First off, I must say to all our fellow citizens and brothers and sisters in Christ in Florida, whether they are persons of faith or not, it does not matter to me. My thoughts and prayers are with you and yours as you recover from the death and destruction caused by this hurricane. I sincerely wish you Godspeed in your recovery. And I once again urge those of you within the sound of my voice to please consider making a financial donation to reputable nonprofits that have the expertise and commitment to help our neighbors get back on their feet and recover from this tragedy. Please do not succumb to investing in your hard-earned dollars in unknown untested entities that may use this tragedy to separate you from your funds. And these funds will not end up with the entities or the individuals that need the help. Uh, It it won't help the Floridians that we all are concerned about. Instead, it will end up in the pockets of charlatans. So don't fall for the okey-doke. And just as important as making sure that we assist the good guys in government and the many reputable non-governmental organizations in getting the nutritious food, clean water, clean and dry temporary housing that these individuals need right now. As someone who lost friends and colleagues in the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge earthquake and, and in October of 1989, and then the Oakland Hills firestorm in October of 1991, and in New York on 9 11, 
I urge anyone affected directly or indirectly by this loss to seek out the qualified professional help that you and your loved ones will need to help you get through this tragedy, get through it psychologically. So today I will use my time to reiterate a discussion about the role that insurance can play in the recovery process after a tragedy and what it is that you need to know if you or your loved ones in Florida or any of the other states that are in Ian's path have or will suffer a, a loss of property. Now, I must once again preference these remarks by saying here at Selwyn's Law, we are a primarily a financial services industry, consumer and small business owner education show and not the provider of legal advice. Legal advice must be given on a case by case basis in a, an attorney client relationship based on a specific set of facts and circumstances. As such, I must caution those of you who are listening to this show each week that if you believe you have a legal matter, especially one related to your financial assets as our brothers and sisters in Florida have, I urge you to seek out competent counsel who can advise you on your specific set of facts and circumstances or help you find someone that can. Now, as some of you have garnered by now, that because I have always been interested in everything in God's universe. As such, I simply can't keep a job. So I've had many interesting careers in my relatively short lifespan thus far. And I continue my journey trying to figure out why am I on this planet? What does God want me to do? In fact, the day I'm recording this show, I just formalized a new relationship with the Daily Journal, and that's a legal publication here in California, and they want me to write a column on legal issues for that great publication. But I'll share that story with you another time. The matter at hand now are my careers in the insurance industry, and I finally figured out, figured out I have actually worked on all sides in the insurance industry. That is to say, first, I was a consumer advocate working for the public interest law firm in San Francisco, Public Advocates, it's, and I worked at a nonprofit in Oakland, the Economic Empowerment Foundation, where I represented the interests of California insurance consumers before regulatory bodies like the California Department of Insurance and the National Association of Insurance Commissioners and legislative bodies, including the California legislature and Congress. Now, my usual posture as a consumer advocate would be at odds with the insurance companies over their treatment of insurance consumers and or the small business owners who needed affordable and available insurance in order to, you know, we all needed it to buy a home, to drive a car and to legitimately run our small businesses. And that morphed into my helping California's first elected insurance commissioner to oversee the conduct of insurers when he appointed me to uh, the body that oversaw the operations of the California Automobile Insurance Company of Last Resort. That's the California Automobile Assignment Risk Plan. 
And as an offshoot of that relationship, I also provided the insurance commissioner with my inputs on the operation of the California Homeowner's Insurance of Last Resort, the California Fair Plan. Now, it was during my time frame that I started making media appearances on the local news shows discussing insurance and the antidote for redlining that led to an ongoing relationship with a prominent insurance television show for insurance geeks entitled Your Premium Dollar Today that was produced in this beautiful facility in one of the Twin Towers in New York City that was destroyed on 9-11 when I lost many dear friends and colleagues. And finally, after I finished up my legal education in 2005, I was recruited by an insurance subsidiary of a prominent national major insurance company uh, where I led uh, a group of paraprofessionals that helped oversee the claims handling process for that company as we defended uh, our uh, professional insureds who were mostly doctors and lawyers and engineers and along with protecting their assets. So I said all that to say this. I do have an understanding of the topic of insurance. So when we come back, we'll focus on what you may need to help you, yourself, or your family members who've been devastated by Hurricane Ion or Ion or Eon. But first, we're going to take a short break, and I'll see you on the other side. back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our discussion about the role insurance can and must play in the recovery process and what it is that you need to do for yourself or for your loved ones in Florida or in the other states that are in the hurricane's path that either have or will suffer some kind of property loss. Now, first off, I want to iterate or reiterate, because I've talked about this before, but it was a long time ago, actually. I, I keep copies of my uh, shows, but it was like in 2017, the last time we talked about insurance. So I want to reiterate, there are at least three types of insurance that are implicated by the devastation in the wake of Hurricane Ion or Eon. First, there's your homeowner's policy. Then there's your business insurance policy. And if you are growing things, uh, agricultural base, you have or might have crop insurance. Today, we're going to con- concentrate on your homeowner's policy. So what exactly does a homeowner's policy cover? Well, A, it covers the structure of your home. A homeowner's policy will pay to repair or rebuild your home if it is damaged or destroyed by fire, hurricane, hail, lightning, or other disasters listed in your policy. Most policies also cover detached structures such as a separate garage or tool shed or gazebo, generally for about 10% of the amount of your major structure, your home. However, a standard policy will not pay for damages caused by what? A flood. Or out here in California an earthquake, or routine wear and tear. So when purchasing cover coverage for a structure of your home, remember this simple guideline. Purchase enough to cover the rebuilding of your home. 
Now, that's likely going to be a problem in 2022 and 2023 due to the inflationary forces that have stricken our economy as a whole. And this will only be increased due to the scarcity of lumber and other rebuilding components that will be in huge demand to deal with the devastation in Florida. So, Also, your homeowner's policy will cover your personal belongings that were lost due to a covered event. Maybe not for a not covered event. So your uh, your your personal property includes your furniture, your clothes, your sports equipment, and other personal items are covered if they are stolen or destroyed by fire, hurricane, or other insured disasters. The coverage will generally be between fifty and seventy percent of what your structure of your house. So if your house have it insured for $100,000, likely your personal property will be uh, insured for fifty dollars to $70,000. The best way to determine if you have enough coverage is to conduct an inventory of your home by going around with your camera, clipping everything, taking pictures of everything, and uploading it to a cloud. That way you can prove that you have you know, this beautiful painting uh, when it got washed away by the flood. So expensive items like jewelry and fur and art and collectibles and silverware are also covered, but you also usually have, there's a limit to that because insurance companies aren't totally stupid. Now, to ensure these items have their fair value, you need to have a personal property endorsement. And you also should know that your trees and shrubs are, are generally insured. You also get liability protection as part of your homeowner's policy if it's a structured standard policy. That covers you against lawsuits for bodily injury or property damage that you or your family members cause to other people. It also pays for damages by your pet. So if your son or daughter or even your dog accidentally or intentionally pees on and ruins your neighbor's expensive rug, you're covered. However, if they do that same act in your house on your expensive rug, it's not going to be covered. So the liability portion of your policy pays both for the cost of defending you in court and any court awards up to a specific limit in your policy. So, um, and also there's something called additional living expenses. It pays for the cost of you having to live in a hotel for a certain amount of time while your property is being restructured. Again, if you have a certain kind of policy. So, Normal versus non-standard risk profile. Now that we've gone over what a normal insured risk covers, I will describe, um, and I call that in Selwyn shorthand, uh, it's a normal insured risk. And so it's based on a single family residence in a predominantly white suburb in middle America. The risk is so well defined and articulated by actuaries, and these are the math nerds that are um, the, the gods underneath insurance policy, they help insurance company price their policy using statistical analysis, and they know down to the house which what typical how many houses will burn down in your typical cul-de-sac in any given year, and what an insurance company can expect to make as profit on a, in any given year. So, what happens if your home? Uh, or you you have a non-standard risk profile. Private insurance companies uh, market uh, will not uh, come into your state. Or if they have come into your state, they will only offer policies on a pooled risk 
basis for the substandard indemnity that you require. For example, in California, where this show originates, if your home is close to what the insurance industry has defined as a fire zone, and you know a lot of us up here in Northern California live in a fire, near a fire zones, or if you live in a predominantly of color, low income community, or there is something non-conforming about your home, and it might not be anything bad. It might be that the house is just really old and the plumbing system is old or the electrical system is old you will not likely not have access to a standard insurance policy offered by the private insurance marketplace here in California and will instead have to obtain your insurance from the California Fair Plan. Now, high homeowners in high-risk areas who can't afford coverage or won't be offered coverage from the uh, non-standard market will have to go again to the Fair Plan. And it's a named peril only policy that generally covers up to some fixed amount like one and a half million dollars for the structure and the contents only. None of this liability stuff, which in some cases won't be enough to even replace the home that's lost and its property. Now, you can get more information about the California Fair Plan by going to the Department of Insurance website. It's it's connected to it, but it's www.cfpnet.com forward slash policies forward slash dwellings. So what does any of this have to do with the losses due to hurricane in Florida? Well, I'm using the California Fair Plan as an icebreaker to introduce the concept of named peril only policies. So what do I mean? Insurance policies are legal contracts that state specific duties of the parties to the contract. So in in the case of a named peril only, any coverage not named is not covered. For example, in my discussion of what the standard insurance policy covers, I listed liability insurance. And for those situations where you're near rabid children or your healthy dog attack the mail carrier and she suffers medical injury, your standard insurance policy will undertake to pay the postwoman's injuries. However, if you have a California Fair Plan policy, it won't because it doesn't cover anything but the structure and the content. Now, that the same can be said for what's happening in Florida. Even if you have a standard policy, it is more likely to exclude flood coverage. So although it says it covers for hurricane, if the damage is flood, you're going to be in a fight with your insurance company. So here's what the Florida Office of Insurance Regulation talks about or says about flood insurance on its website located at FLOIR.com. Okay, it says flood insurance. Flooding is a serious risk in Florida due to the state's geography, the frequency of storms, and proximity to water, both inland and on the coast. Insurance to cover this risk is not typically provided in a homeowner's policy, so it must be purchased separately. Depending on the home's location, flood insurance may be required as a condition for you to get a mortgage. A vast majority of flood insurance coverage is federally regulated and provided through the National Flood Insurance Program, which is administered through the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA. 
To qualify for flood insurance, a community must join the National Flood Insurance uh, Policy Program and agree to enforce sound floodplain management. Floodplain, that's where flooding happens a lot. And I think the whole of Florida either is or should be declared a floodplain. Uh, and so what happens is the residents in the community are allowed to participate in purchase flood insurance through this federal program. So you, I'm, I'm sharing this with you. Those who are affected likely don't have access to the Internet. So I'm asking those of us who are in other parts of the country that are not impacted by this flood, do this research for our loved ones and our friends and our families in, in Florida. How, do the research while they can't access the Internet so that when they can, you can help them file a claim and, you know, kind of <laughs> lessen the blow when they find out they're not insured. Because I'm sure there's going to be government programs and others that might be able to help them. So I'm putting you on alert about this. Now, when we get together next time, we'll talk about some business aspects of what the small business community may need to know about insurance. But for, we're going to leave it there for now. But as always, in closing here at Selwyn's Law, we always want to stay on the right side of the law, including knowing our rights as insurance consumers. But in the meantime, and in as much as it appears that Summer, all of the variants of COVID-19 will be with us for the foreseeable future. I must ask you and urge you once again to please get vaccinated and boosted. And even if you have all your shots, but it's especially if you don't, take the necessary precautions to protect not only yourself and your loved ones, but people you might come into contact with, like me. So I don't want to catch COVID. At a bare minimum, please wear your face mask when you're out and about. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.